Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The Big Ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see, Cass Bougay? I don't know. I, I, I think I, I think I... I will. I think other people will. I don't know if I will. <laughs> Do you feel like you're a person with a strong moral compass? I am, but I'm like, it's like reluctant. You know, I'm just like, mm. oh, you this may, is you, the good, you know, better thing to do. Right, but I like, don't right. want to do it. I you know? see. Do you hmm. see things black and white or more like beige? I'm very beige. Oh, yeah. I'm beige, too. I'm very like, well, on one hand, this and the Wait, other Wait, no, maybe I'm black and white. You might be black and white. I think I'm beige. Okay, maybe, yeah, I'm black and white. I don't know. White. I guess we'll see, though. Sometimes I feel like I'm very, like, George Costanza. Is that an old reference? You know, Seinfeld? Have yeah, no, 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 show? we know it. Yeah. He's, like, the very angry black and white one. Right. Like, and I feel like sometimes I'm, like, like my soul is that. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just, like, at, you know, when I'm forced to share in public, it's, like, a lot more philosophical. Yeah, you're more of a Kramer. <laughs> I like never knock and I just open it really fast. <laughs> I, wor- I worry sometimes that I'm kind of susceptible to other people's opinions. Oh, I am too. I you am know? too for sure. Like the power of persuasion really works on me. Just the way I'm kind of flip-flopping about my choice of candidate for the Ugh. Democratic. For the 2019 elections. <laughs> yeah. I almost answered. I got a text message from like the oh, like team Bernie? that I like want to win. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But should I just say who it is? Yeah, go. It's, it's up to Elizabeth you. Warren. I mean, but I'm like, okay. but the thing is like, it doesn't seem like she stands a chance. And I was like literally going to text back. It's like, are you pulling a phone bank for Elizabeth Warren? And I was going to be like, I really like her, but just doesn't seem like anyone else does. So oh I think God. I'm going to try to vote for someone else. And then I was just like, wait, but like, is everyone else thinking that? Should I just stick to your her? guns? Yeah, it's tough. I know. It's really hard. That's why I'm voting for uh, Bloomberg. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he came out of nowhere, huh? You saw one of his commercials. Oh, God, yes. He's helping the people. Where did he even have a commercial? He has them on like ABC during Wheel of Fortune. Oh. I think he's only showing them in Nevada. Yeah, I was like, we never get commercials. Maybe- and then I went to Las Vegas to knock on doors for Obama like in 2012. Oh, and I just saw ads it was non-stop ads and it's crazy because it's like i'm from new york and then i live in la i've never seen political ads really oh, like they're bombarded the like that oh On, my god if you watch like wheel of fortune jeopardy it's like relentless intense tom yeah. steyard or tom steyard he's got a lot of ads but and otherwise i mean i just don't watch a lot of commercials these days same mm. yeah. i don't have regular tv 
Oh, wow. So you're just a streaming gal? I'm a streaming gal. Speaking of streaming gal, you are a streaming gal. You're on a streaming show. That's right. For all mankind. On Apple TV. Yeah, so that's pretty ha- intense. Is- that's like a good job. Like, you did great. Th- thanks, guys. <laughs> have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet, but I'm just saying, like, to have, like, that's a big show. Oh, you're saying she did great when she got getting the job. Yeah, I thought you job. did a great audition. Oh, I did. <laughs> you auditioned really well. did a well. great audition. Well, Cass, thanks so much for being here. You are so hilarious, and we love you, and we just thought you'd be so great on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. I love you guys, too. Thank you. So do you have a little moral dilemma we call them a little big one that we could maybe help you with yeah okay it's a little big one i'm glad we were talking about phones and streaming and stuff because it's kind of related so it has to do with social media oh i love i could talk about this can i say something really quickly Mm -hmm. i deleted instagram off my phone (gasps) that is such a good idea and i've been spending twice as much time on twitter Mm. and do you think that's better no but i also go to twitter to get news right so I am always waiting for the big thing to hit where I can go, you know. I just have no, I don't actually have Twitter. My Twitter is like the worst Twitter. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't like touched it for many, many years, even though I think about like every other day. I'm like, should I just like write a joke a day and post right. it on Twitter and become really popular? Mm. Or yeah, like that's that. a, you get could. A, get a lot of jobs, a lot more jobs. But okay, so do you, okay, that's the best way to describe this. Um, I have very close people in my social circle. Mm-hmm. maybe like one or two and this extends past it but like one or two where they in 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 real life they are like dear dear friends mm. and on social media the worst where then it their social media presence makes me dislike them in real life so i guess they're not super dear friends because i'm not that bad but right. like i have actually m- muted <gasps> them and what are they may we ask what maybe the vibe is that you're not gelling with online if i may speak in broad terms paint with a large paintbrush Mm -hmm. i think it's just like i like i i'm like a i'm kind of like a humble person or you know i think sometimes when it's like very it's a hard thing because sometimes it's like people are just so me 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 and it's when your social media personality seems to be so different from mm-hmm. your real life personality where like maybe your social media personality seems to be like obsessed with yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and like sort of self-promotion which i know that there's like a fine line like mm-hmm. for me i have like a literal panic attack every time i'm on set and i'm like i guess i need to like take a picture with the on this on set so that then i can post it so that people know that i'm doing stuff or yeah. something <laughs> even though now everything's top secret and they're like you're not allowed to post it i'm like okay great um but it's stressful because like I kind of lie to those friends and say that I'm like not really on social media, which I don't have a deep social media presence. But like I see because you there because you want to make sure they aren't getting wise to the fact that you're not liking. That's right. Their stories and their yeah posts. all those things. Yeah. Uh, look, okay, so I think there's. I'm going to try and figure this out as I say it, but maybe there's like three kinds of social media presences. Ooh. The one is the person that just wants to have a good time on there, just wants to like put their life out on the line. No big thing. Here's my kid, whatever. And they're just more, they're not thinking too much about their social media presence. Yeah, they're just, they're they're playing it as it happens. Right. 
Then there's the self-promoter. There's the person that goes, look at me, look at what I'm doing, look at how well I'm doing, look at, you know, aren't I doing great? Mm -hmm. And that's someone who's usually very calculated with what they're posting. And it's also very like you're talking about selfies and hashtag set life. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So maybe there's only like two kinds of people. Let's find the third. There must be a third. The third is like the self-deprecating people or no that's mm, kind of the first i think that's mm-hmm, that's kind of the well, then first. there's like the oversharing people oh yeah okay too much. like something's yeah. going on but don't ask me about it yeah like those kinds well, of that's people that's the most despicable <laughs> i think yeah are the people who are just man- using it to like manipulate and make yeah. their lives seem important and and I don't know if you guys have had this, but like I, with those people that seem to be doing like cries for help, yeah. I've then seen them in real life and been like, are you okay because of blah, 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 or like, sorry that happened. And then been met with like stares that are like, as if I read their diary. <laughs> that is so crazy? nuts. And I'm like, you, and then this is where I get very George Costanza. I'm like, you probably, like my inner monologue is like, you posted that, like, you can't like you. I'm allowed you to post drying not, tears on yeah. social media because of blah blah blah, and I just ask like how you are. That's not yeah. That's nuts. It's the it's the it you know it's like the um it's what is it what is that called when like you need people like the the cries for attention. That's yeah, the third yeah. kind of person mm-hmm. is the is the person and that might be more of the selfie person. The, but right. it could it could be like the body pics or yeah. like the oh look how sexy I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, I don't know. It's like one thing. I mean, I have gone through and muted every single person except for food accounts and animal accounts and like I'm basically the same. and a couple of friends who I don't find offensive. And sometimes it's not even about <laughs> the, the what they're posting that I have an issue with what they're posting. It's that for whatever reason, it makes me feel weird. And I can just say that that's my own issue. Mm-hmm. And I try not to judge people for what they post because there used to be a day when I would freely post and not even worry about it but now I'm so in my head about it like Same. every post I'm like trying to make sure I don't know I'm just like is this why well, am I like, doing exactly this? that's yeah. what I started thinking to myself like why am I posting this am I posting this to show people how good of a time I'm having am I posting this to make people feel bad that like like and all of these things and I was doing that stuff at certain points you were mm-hmm. making I don't, people you, feel bad I can't not see making you not making people feel bad but just trying to self um like make myself feel better by going like I have something to post that's going to make someone else look at it and go Uh, like look how cool that is right and that's horrible and so and so then I just like started just doing like things that I found funny and like that's but now I'm off of Instagram on my phone I don't need it and the other day I was doing something and I was like oh I should take a picture and put it on Instagram and I was like oh I don't have it that's a great it's so good yeah yeah i don't know it's a fine line because like i uh, posted our la times article you have that was gross no (laughs) but that was something i was honestly so you know me in the la times i'm that's once once in a while when something like that happens of course why wouldn't you yeah i know but i I felt bad because the day before i had posted a picture of my new table Oh, <laughs> one or the and other. I was like, "Am I a douche for You're posting a, piece of shit. a picture of this new?" <laughs> but the thing is, I wasn't posting. I was posting a picture of us building a table, which to me is like a fun project. Not mm-hmm. like you were look showing at the this, journey. Look not at this the table. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at this table. Yeah. You're showing your struggle. Yeah. So there was a story there, but but these are the thoughts I'm having, and these yeah. thoughts suck the fun out of it. Well, it totally. just it's come to a point where it's like, why? 
like it used to just be like, oh, I'm going to post this thing just because like to get it out there. Now, because it's been what, like seven years of this or whatever, that now psychologically we're starting to see in ourselves what we see in other people and we're going i don't want to be that i don't want to be that person that i look on and i go oh why would they do something like that totally so then even like these little things like the la times article that are so important Mm -hmm. wait (laughs) you guys i so i have like my instagram like mainly because of this comedy show that you guys have both done and we're a wonderful on a called american town hall it's Thank a character you. comedy so show fun. we like wear a lot of wigs and just like n- look not hot so <laughs> most of my photos <laughs> were like me and like crazy wigs and like doing weird things so i like because of just societal pressure on social media i was like i need to like have a picture where i look like cute or like hot and this mm-hmm. is like very stressful and so my wife and i are very vulnerable with one another i was like i was like molly you know I think we need to like go home today and you need to like just take a picture of me like looking cute. I know this sounds oh crazy, but we just like need to like figure this out. Because also like you guys, that's what everyone is doing. It's so many boyfriends and husbands that are taking pictures yes. of their girlfriends, wives, whatever. Yeah. Like it's not just like you were like in a bush and someone oh. happened to snap like the no. paparazzi took it. But uh, you're lucky because I bet Molly knows how to get a flattering picture of you. Whenever yeah. I try to ask Matt to take a picture of me, he it's goes like, from underneath. Yeah. Wait, but you guys, this is the best. Oh, no, so, <laughs> like, trying to take this picture. And I had, it's on my Instagram, by the way. I had a glass of wine. And I was like, it was like, it was like golden hour. I was like in a wooden rocking chair at our house. And I had totally like done my makeup and stuff. And I was like, just like take it like casual and stuff. And then like, well, I took a bunch and I was just like, oh, that's gross. I look crazy. No, no, no. And I was just like, I don't know how to pose. And then she took one and I was like, this one is great. This one is great. This one is so cute. You guys, I am out of focus. The wine glass <laughs> is perfectly sharp. Can you pull it up, Amanda? I gotta find that. I have perfectly to see this. sharp. Uh, that is and so. I posted it, and it was just like, oh what was the tag? Oh what did you like put as? And the- then I put itself. Uh, it was like something like a shot at vanity became a promote a. Uh, catalog shot for Riedel wine glass so <laughs> I basically like ago, yeah it was a little bit ago I can scroll through my own thing on your phone because I also don't have Instagram on my phone yeah wow. I took mine I took just... Instagram off my phone and then I just put it back on yeah that, do you see you see how is that it oh no she's gonna find it but yeah but it's so funny but I feel that pressure too when I've posted like four cat pics in a row I'm like oh I should probably get my face on here but then I don't that's I don't follow through with any of that really yeah I just think it becomes uh, it just becomes vain (laughs) oh my god That's so funny that this is the position you got in and you were like, all right, take some pictures. I'm like slumped over in the chair. Oh my God. You do look good though. You look good. But just like that like Looks like some of a Vaseline all over the lens and literally like the glass of rosé is just like crystal clear. the perspective, it's a very large wine glass and so it looks larger than your head. (laughs) It's so funny. And then, so what do you guys think about this idea that like it's important to have a social media presence for our careers? Like, I, don't think I think so. we're past that point, not like in a good way. Like, it's like we're, it doesn't matter for us anymore. At least for me, that's how I feel. That's what I think. But then I tested for something, which means like I, there's like between me and like 
three other gals for like a you know series regular role on a show for ABC and it was a drama and this was like at the height of like American Town Hall last year so all of my pictures just like me and crazy wigs and I told I didn't get the part and I totally like pictured like the big wigs at ABC being like well let's look at our social media and it's like me and gray wigs and like wearing stone wash high-waisted jeans and I'm supposed to be I was like auditioning to be like a hot person that like had like a makeout scene with someone in the thing and I I was just like this is why like and it was just like so like actressy I was like this is why I like did not get this part this is crazy I need to like be better about it I guess you're right I mean that is a good point but I don't know I'm reading this book that Priyanka recommended called how to do nothing and it's it's really I wrote that book (laughs) (laughs) it actually doesn't really dive in specifically to social media it's not a self-help book or anything it's just sort of this exploration of why we feel like we need to do these things and how sometimes it's okay to kind of go against the grain Mm -hmm. with this stuff totally so I don't know sometimes I think wouldn't it be nice to just hand off my social media to someone and pay them to do it well that's kind of I mean I don't really do that but I have I have no Instagram on my phone but Molly my wife has my Instagram on her phone so Mm -hmm. I can be like hey can you post like this picture like oh I just did this podcast or whatever and so that way then I also don't have that that dopamine craziness where I just go like clicking to see who liked who liked who liked but it is like crazy feeling because I do feel like it's like you know so many people that I like love and respect don't have like major social media presences Mm -hmm. like present company but then I see and then but then I like go on social media and like everyone seems like so happy and having a great time or like literally in therapy like talked about like how I can like have social how I can like have empowered social media how can I can reframe social media to make it like fun and empowering or like been like I really like love cooking like it's crazy how much I love cooking and like no one on the internet knows like I have so many I have so many cookbooks it's like this other facet of my life and like nobody knows <laughs> that's right. so fu- that is so true though it's yeah. like and you're like so they're all, they're just getting the skewed perspective of me I'm better in real life yeah but that's why it's your friends are lucky the friends that actually get to know you and hang out with you totally but yeah. I just really like to be intimate so I don't have that yeah. I don't have a thousand friends <laughs> i don't know guys i mean it's all so crazy it's a it's something everyone our age is thinking about yeah you know and just totally. we'll keep the conversation going well let's go okay. on to our ask oh yeah because okay. now is the part of the show where we demand that our listeners rate review uh consider joining our patreon tell their friends about the podcast and i have to say you know, we've been getting so many good reviews yeah, we have. lately. This makes a lot of sense. Um, and we, when we, people... we've gotten to seven fifty. We said we would. Oh, quit. Wait. We said we'd quit the show if we didn't get to seven fifty. And honest, honestly, you guys, this is for real. If we don't get to eight hundred by next week, we're done. Yeah. Like that was just a test, but like we're serious. No, that's just fifty people have to find it in their I hearts. Know. Yeah. To Cass, will you take thre- their hands out of their pants? Yeah. Will yeah. You throw. Will you take a second here to threaten the audience? You guys. 50 people, 52 people, 53 people. Take it upon yourselves. Realize that if you're not going to do it, no one else will. You have to get on your computer and like, subscribe. Get on your computer, subscribe, (laughs) and rate this podcast. Give it five stars. Give it a great review because that's what you feel in your heart. Yeah. Thank you. That was, that's, 
That was the most personal Don't be insane. Thank you. Don't screw this up for us if we don't get to 800 in a week i I mean i i don't even i don't even want to say what's going to happen to this podcast i'm going to change maria's instagram password so she can never go back on that's scary um so do you want to read some reviews real quick yeah yeah there's one here from janky lady um guilt trip five stars they threatened me in the last episode so i am now caving to the authority in their voices and writing this review this actually is a very good podcast i feel much more morally sound after listening to these ladies hot takes please don't cancel the podcast this one says i love maria oh, oh yeah you have one from some guy who's got a crush on you oh I read really that the other night yeah oh, you just should like read a it voice crush. That's Ooh, great. no he, he said he saw you in, he oh, saw yeah, you in drunk history oh yeah i think oh, i read yeah. that one and then he realized it's a whole story and he said he had a crush on me and so then he went to go listen to the big ones and then once he heard us talking he went i was being so silly having a crush on her just because of the way she looked now i realize that it's about it's her personality that makes me um not care about her like that it's just i respect her or something yeah so if anyone wants to even the playing field that has a crush on me i don't go ahead well me likey big ones says g d g c h c y c yum yum big ones (laughs) wow i think that's directed toward me now i will i do need that's like a router number (laughs) 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 yum yum big ones (laughs) now i do need to read this one Okay, here's one that I that I think I need to read, and it's called and it's titled "Not Taryn Killam." Five okay. stars. Okay. Hey, ladies, I am a huge fan of the podcast, and I am definitely not Taryn Killam. Okay. I must admit, I am one of the guilty longtime listeners who hasn't left a written review, though I have it. I gave it five stars long ago. Tee hee. But I've enjoyed your podcast for a very long time. I'd have to say my favorite episode was the one with Kobe Smulders. She was so smart and funny and hot and thoughtful and hot. Although I have to say I did not enjoy Johnny Mays trolling her. (laughs) WTH. He's canceled. I also enjoyed the Taryn Killam episodes. He cracks me up. Where does he come up with those ideas? Kobe is a lucky woman. If I had one complaint, it's that you girl haven't had Taryn in the podcast again recently you're always talking Paul F. Tompkins up and it feels like he's on every other week don't get me wrong PFT is great but he's no Taryn Killam then again neither am I thanks for the endless hours of laughs and (laughs) thoughtful conundrums the podcast keeps getting better and better especially since you took Taryn's notes about not saying prode and eating cookies with loud rappers on the air (laughs) teehee (laughs) <laughs> Long time listener, first time reviewer. Uh, not Taryn Killam. Sincerely, Taryn Kilzen. So that I think is Taryn Killam. I think that it is. is. That also gave me a good idea, though, because I could convince anyone that I'm a famous person playing a joke. Oh by my saying, god, you're so right. You person. should do that. Yeah, that would be really fun. I'm gonna be Cameron Diaz or J Lo. Oh, you sure. should be Cameron Diaz. Because yeah, that sure. would really come out. Of leave left us, field. leave yeah. us a big ones review as Cameron Diaz. Okay, great. And yeah. please, like, okay. take a minute to like get into her headspace before you go. Oh, in. I do that every morning. Okay, she's right. been in there. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you been able to tell? Just like, what would I do to get back to the way I normally look when I look in there? <laughs> that social media little big one was she was just channeling Cameron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I, the, the, uh, Taryn, that was such a nice review. Yes, Johnny Mays is canceled for for bullying Kobe. 
I will say, though, the only reason he was bullying her was because it was the only episode he had listened to in recent yeah, months. I and so, so he was really saying, you know, he was he he was not letting loose. What was he saying again? He, he was, was just kept bringing up. Things he just kept bringing up said. Colby. Smol- Colby Smulders did the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Amanda's and my good friend Johnny Mays came on, you know, a couple weeks later and he had only listened to Kobe's show. And so he just kept bringing up stuff Kobe had said. But, but in but a he snaky, ripped it apart. not in a snaky way because like Johnny's, Johnny's a snake. And so mm. everything he says has a little slither. And so he mm. was saying that if she didn't want to, because her little big one was, would, would she allow her... <laughs> you know family to stay how long would you allow your family to stay in your house and johnny was like well i'll let her mom stay at my house no problem tell kobe <laughs> oh. that her her mom can stay at my place he was like stepping to her he yeah, was stepping he was trying to, to her. Step. yeah yeah and then you know he he doesn't know that this can really have an effect on on people people are real even kobe even Smulders kobe smolder even taryn killam is real i know yeah. and look taryn's obviously torn up Tee-hee. about this yeah, he. <laughs> you guys didn't see also the emoji with the tongue sticking out that he also Ew, put. Taryn, you got tongue gross. inside your mouth. But um, uh, I think we're gonna take a break now, and I think you might hear the word prode. Maybe. And you know what prode is? No. Okay, just imagine you're listening to someone give you a promo code. Oh yeah, I love being prode. <laughs> Did I just make myself sound silly? No, not at all. <laughs> all right, so we're going to take a break, but I can't be sure there is, is going to be probably a not an ad. So maybe That's- if there's not an ad, maybe just turn on the TV for a minute and then uh, watch a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back. Aren't we? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now we're back. Okay, we're back. Okay, so I have this look, I have this big one. Usually Amanda reads the big one, but I'm gonna do it. Okay, great. And it's not even Mix gonna be up. read. I'm gonna go into Amanda's headspace. Oh, okay. I have to go into your brain to get my big one out. Okay. Now I will say this kind of just caught my eye. It's it's a very simplistic one, so don't okay. be thinking we're gonna go crazy. Okay. But it's very interesting to me. Okay. Here she goes. She's closing her eyes. This is, I now know what it feels like. This is nerve-wracking. It really is. Okay. Wait, hold on. I can't do this. You have been given the opportunity. The opportunity... A wizard has given you a great gift. He tells you that you can, if you choose to accept it, have the ability to become invisible anytime you want and do anything you want without any repercussions of getting caught or chastised. Would you take him up on the offer? Why not? What's the bad thing that could happen? Wait. 
Hold on. Okay. Uh, Hold on. Then I didn't say it right. Hold on a minute. Okay, so let me just break it down for you like this. Stop filming me. I'm like, does nervous. someone die if you become invisible? <laughs> or is it just like morally? Should you more? Okay, so yeah. Okay, so if a wizard came to you and when? said, "Huh? When? Three o'clock today? When? <laughs> what are when? you talking about? When? When a wizard comes to me? When? A- <laughs> <laughs> this is what Amanda would say. <laughs> okay, this is from the Ring of Gaijis. What, what is that? Speaking a different language, Maria. It's really scary. No. Okay. What's the ring of Gaiji? <laughs> is this from the dark web? No. <laughs> okay, so it's from book two of of Plato's Republic. Okay, and okay. it says that. Oh, an old book. It <laughs> it grants its owner the power to become invisible at will. Through the story of The Ring, Republic considers whether an intelligent person would be just if one did not have to fear any bad reputation for committing injustices. I see. Oh, so you're invisible and you can only commit injustices. Well, it's this it's it's the idea of with that kind of power, would you because here's the way I look at it. If I can be invisible, I'm stealing all the time. Oh, I'd like sneak onto someone's yacht. You know, I'd like fly private jets only. Can you get a tan if you're invisible? Mm, That's the bigger. That's (laughs) the real. I think I understand. The question is basically, is it morally right to if you're if you're able to be invisible and you can do whatever you want without the fear of ruining your reputation? Yes. Is it right to take advantage of that? Right. Right. But also, I feel like Plato just assumed that everyone would want to be invisible and like follow their wife around or like, you know, sneak in and listen to conversations they're not supposed to hear. Whereas like, I want to like go on a yacht and like eat like in the kitchen at Nobu. Exactly. (laughs) No, no, no. And I like hear you out right there. But okay. So in, in, in the Republic, the the main character asks whether any man can be so virtuous that he could resist the temptation mm. of killing, robbing, raping, or generally doing injustice to whoever ever he pleased if he could do so without fear of detection. Okay, I'm jumping out of my seat right now. Oh, please. This is, okay, not to like genderize things, but this was like my issue when I was watching Westworld. Did you guys watch Westworld? Yeah, I a was like, episodes. okay, like what's the deal with like a world where men get to go do whatever they want and it's just inevitable that they want to rape, right. screw whores, kill people, and just torture. Yeah. And I was just like, that's not like what I would want to do. I'd like want to ride my horse like off a cliff and I don't die. You know, I just like, like it's well, just that's like, another like, thing that I, what do you mean off a cliff well it's just like like if like Woo! i just like want to like fly on a horse like because like now okay, i see, don't want to like see. go fast on a horse because like it would hurt my boobs like it would hurt my crotch like it okay. would just like yeah. a bug would fly into my mouth but in westworld you're fine so i would just like mm-hmm. do yeah. that you know or just like say whatever i want but like <laughs> in my westworld i'd say whatever i wanted <laughs> I would text back Elizabeth Warren's campaign yeah. and I would say, I don't think I'm going to go for her because I think I'd be the only one. Um, so like, yeah, I just like don't have a moral part of me that's like, if no one's watching me, I want to slit someone's throat, you know? Like, yeah, right. I agree. And I actually don't think it's fair that men are like that generally 
either. I feel like there's like right, some bad apples that would take True. advantage of it. And I guess if you were invisible, like you'd run off to murder your enemies. But- no, but right. I don't think that's that. I think, okay, so there's people that would murder and there's those bad apples or whatever. But then there's the idea of like, what would you, how, how far would you go being invisible that you wouldn't go being not invisible. Well, let's talk about it. Let's mm. let's put ourselves. We, the wizard has come. We all let's say just real quick. We all took the deal. Okay. Yeah. Even though there's no, no no deal, there's no it, downside. <laughs> yeah. So what are we all doing if we're invisible? What are we all going to do? Well, see, this is bad because it's like the actor part of me. I'm just like, no one can see me. No one can oh, hear that's my funny cat, shit. That, see, that's sad. <laughs> you want to be like, seen. No, but you're not yeah. invisible forever. You're but, just invisible whenever you want to be. And so like you can feel your body and stuff. No, no. Yeah, you're fine. Like you're you basically are like when how I you want to like walk through an automated car wash. Why? Because I just like want to feel what it's like. Like I've always wanted to like roll not, down the window. Because you're not supposed to do it. So you'd want yeah. to do it. But you could do that. No problem. No, you'd have to rent get it arrested out. And like, yeah. Okay. You're and right. there'd be like chemicals. It'd be like bad. Okay. But you're still going to have things. Your body is still going to be. You still have a body. It's just oh, and I that could get, like, people can't stuff. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I mean, my original answer remains true. I'd want to like sneak onto yachts. I just like want to be fun places where I could have fun by myself that I like normally are too expensive or I'm not invited. And but like what would be fun to do like by yourself in that case? I know you've said a yacht several times. I know you've said, said riding off a cliff. <laughs> no, that's what I would do in Westworld. Oh, oh I, I would. Yeah. Well, I guess you couldn't. I was going to say I'd go, I'd go to Disneyland and ride all the rides, but you but that's you couldn't. Like- because you, someone would sit on you, but that's okay. No, you get in an empty chair. I see, but it and would have you, to. And be like a, when the operator's looking the other way, you pull, you pull the safety, or you bring an down. out of order sign to that like specific seats, right. and then someone you just yeah, I go to like Harry Potter World. I've never been there. So, but what you're <laughs> saying though is that you so so uh, breaking this down, it's that if you couldn't get detected, that you have no problem. Um, kind of breaking down, like not paying for entrances. Right. Yeah, I'd have no problem. Yeah. You have no problem with that idea of like, here's here's my ticket, here's my money, like the, the give and take of society, basically. Right. The yeah. waiting in line. You have no problem with getting rid of that stuff. Yeah, so what would you do, Maria? Well, I think I would, I mean, it's hard because like I feel guilty about stuff. Like I've never stolen or anything like that. And I would feel really guilty if I did. But then it does make me think because then I go like, okay, but if I couldn't get detected and if I couldn't like, like, and and I was like, oh, I didn't make that much money this month, you know, and I would like to go to the grocery store. I'm not going to go crazy, but I'm going to get everything I need and not have to pay for it. Oh, so you right. go into the grocery store and fill like a cart and just kind of walk out. <laughs> But the yeah. people would just see the cart moving. No, I'd put it underneath Under my... and everything becomes invisible. Uh, yeah. okay, I like that. Like, okay, this is a good thing that I would do. And it's a, it's a, it's an immoral thing, but it's also a moral thing. Like, I'd go to, like, Whole Foods, which is owned by Amazon. So, like, they fine. Yeah. And I would steal a, a shitload of food. Can I say shit? Yeah. I would steal, mm-hmm. like, a shitload of food. And then I'd just go give it to homeless people. Yeah, yeah, like Robin Hood. Yeah, you'd be like yeah. the Robin, the Whole Foods Robin yeah. Hood. Yeah, organic rice crisps for everyone. And I, you know what? And I take money out of the cash register too. 
You would? Because they're owned by Amazon. Jeff See, Bezos this is like is... the richest person in the world. Okay, so are this you is crazy. Say the slippery slope argument. This is, well, this is when Caper Lant was on and she, everyone go back and listen to the Caper Lant episode. She, she was very forward about her ability to steal from giant corporations. A lot of people are like that. I'm not one of those people. And my thing is, well, that's crazy to me because it's like but you're you're not i get yeah the huge corporations like you gross but also like there's people that work there there's people that are going to be responsible for the money that's not in the cash register there's the man so like there's it's people's jobs that there's a whole ladder of people i got a free ipod once that was accident it was basically accidental stolen where they didn't charge me and i went back to the store and was like, I need to pay for this because yeah, I realized that they I didn't do. charge me. Wow. And then, you know, so funny is that like um, it became, and this is like an episode of Seinfeld, it became infinitely harder to explain to them that you hadn't that I hadn't. It. Not even that I hadn't stolen it. They're like, here's the receipt. And I was just like, no, like they're like, it's like not like, because I think I brought back, they maybe gave me two iPods or something like that. It's iPods, it was olden times. But like, it was just like such a pain in the ass to be like, no. And then finally at the end when I like, made them understand what had happened and this whole thing, the person was like very thankful and like (gasps) shocked that I actually would like come back. Wow. And so the reason why you returned the iPod was just um, because morally you felt guilty. It wasn't even that I felt guilty. I was like the person that gonna sold get in it trouble. to me is going to probably have to pay for it or get in trouble. And like, that's yeah. crazy because I like came here to buy right. an iPod. So like, but yeah, the main reason I don't steal from like, you know, corporations like a 365 or Whole Foods isn't because... I just like don't want to get caught. Well, that's what I was just thinking is how because I don't steal either. So but that's mostly I guess for fear of getting caught. Like I've never fully thought about it. I mean, certainly some places I just would never steal from because I would feel wrong. But as far as like a grocery store or something like that, I think I wonder if the fear of getting caught was stripped away. If maybe you would start to steal like I could see myself going into like I don't know what's like a purse I like. I don't know some fancy designer store and like stealing a purse, maybe. Really, but like yeah. okay, yeah. like Claire Vivier is yeah. beautiful, expensive purses, but she's like a entrepreneur. independent, yeah, like a solo person. No, I'd, I'd steal like a, I'd go to like Bloomingdale's and steal, steal like a Chloe purse or something. Mm. So yeah. I mean, but this is all very interesting <laughs> because because it's like. So there's no moral issue. There's no moral issue with both of you about stealing um, something that isn't rightfully no, yours. No, of course there is. I, I'm not saying I would do that. I'm just saying I wonder. Well, if yeah, yeah, for yeah. people, right. if once the fear of being caught is lifted, who would would you really stick to your guns about not stealing? Because you said you'd steal from the grocery store. That's the thing. That's what I fear about myself. Is that like. Like, if I couldn't get caught, how far would I go in being like, well, I need this? Because, like, you could probably keep pushing the envelope further and further until right. I but rape is- until I rape a cowboy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> until it's full this on is the of it all, though, where I'm like, just Jeff Bezos like steals from all of his workers. He is he overworks people. He underpays them. In my opinion, he is super stealing. It's like if he gave away like half of his 
stuff, he'd still be a billionaire. If he yeah. gave away like $2 billion, he'd still be a billionaire, mm-hmm. something crazy like that. Where it's like, I feel like I would actually, okay, I change, because it'd be fun to go on the yacht, it'd be fun to eat in the kitchen at Nobu, but then I get full and I get bored because I can't talk to anyone and there's only so much fun I can have by myself. Yeah. Yeah. So then I would go on a stealing rampage. <laughs> I would steal. I'd I'd go to the Amazon factory and I would I would steal groceries. I would steal like what else? I would steal. Oh, I would steal medicine. I would steal so much medicine (gasps) from those big pharma companies, and I would hand it out. Like I would steal tons of insulin, insulin, and just hand it out. I would go. I'd go to the insulin factory. I'd I would rob them blind. Just take vats of insulin. Yep, that the streets would be flowing with insulin, (laughs) and then I'd rape a cowboy. <laughs> I mean, what about just going straight to the source and like sneaking into Jeff Bezos's house and stealing oh, yeah. stuff? Like and you could garage just sale. Yeah. Or, <laughs> what about this? What about you know going into like who's okay? Like going into like Mark Hamilton McGrath. Mark, <laughs> no, you don't want to go to Mark McGrath. I'm going to Mark McGrath's house right now. No, Mark Zuckerberg or something like that, or someone that's like seen as like a really bad business yeah. person, and like putting him in a closet or something like that with a <laughs> you know what i would sticking do? him in a broom closet i would like befriend while not invisible i would befriend some like person that understands algorithms and like gets facebook and then i'd go <gasps> into facebook and then i'd like change all the stuff and i'd like all of the bad things i'd like change the algorithm so that they like can't spread false things i would use it to whistleblow yeah i would go you. to yeah. all the important men and women in the world who i think are up to no good and i'd sneak in behind those closed door meetings and you'd blow that whistle and i'd take copious notes yeah. and i would just a p- pen and paper writing on it by itself <laughs> in the yeah. corner and yeah yeah, and then I would leak what the bad, the naughty things that they're up to. I would leak. Oh, you know what I would do too? I would go to the White House and I would just keep putting salmonella in Donald Trump's food. <laughs> okay, so this is interesting. So if you couldn't get caught, so there is this, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't do the same. The salmonella thing, I don't think I would be comfortable with just because I would fear I'd get it myself. But it's just interesting because it's like, okay, if there's no fear of getting caught and there's no fear of, of your reputation being sullied or whatever how far would you go you'd go so far as to make you'd go so far as to go my opinion about this person is is or this person is so bad that i would inflict sickness on them basically okay i wouldn't necessarily inflicting sickness is bad and even though i don't personally care for donald trump maybe i don't want him to get sick but i do something like you know like they have like the presidential button where they can like start a war or something is that real or is that just Uh, i think there's a big button okay so i would like do something so that the button could never be pressed right like take a spring out of the button i just oh you know what i do and then i just like i would oh yeah so i go to donald trump's and i just would like unplug everything and like make sure the batteries are like all right that's yeah i pour water on all the computers <laughs> yeah i think that that's smart i probably would i would i might go straight to washington yeah mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. and do and and do what i would just want to listen to what these people are saying i mean yeah that would that that I is an interesting so thing of like just going to listen to be to be but the thing is what you're doing by being invisible is going i have the right to make these choices about society and about people just because I'm invisible. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's um, in well, it's a privilege. Being it's invisible a privilege, is a privilege. Being a privilege. 
Um, and I think it's all about curse too. (laughs) I think it's all about how you use it. Yeah. And I think there's, yeah, I think it's all about how you use it. And it would really, it would be really hard for me not to steal food. That's honestly the the biggest one that would be so difficult for me because it would just be so easy. There'd be a chocolate croissant (laughs) shortage in LA. People would go (laughs) all the bakeries every morning. They'd put them out fresh onto the counter and then all of a sudden they'd be taken away. I'm trying to think what other fun things would you want to do if you could be invisible? Because I don't know. I would really not want to like, it would be so tempting to like eavesdrop on what like casting directors say about you after you. But then you just feel bad about it. I know you just feel bad. I can't think of anything bad that they would say about you, but I'm sure that they don't. I can think of a couple things. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'd be like good witchy kind of stuff. Like I just like want to surprise people in fun ways. Like I'd like, you know swap out a pinata that was supposed to have candy in it and have like Jeff Bezos money in it. You know, yes, at a birthday party. Let me, so fun. let me ask this really quickly. So, okay, say there is like in the ring or whatever that Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Lord of the, the Ring, there's a ring, right? And if you get it, you can become invisible. Mm-hmm. And so anyone in the world could get that ring mm-hmm. if they're able to... Uh, obtain it yeah you gotta destroy it. you have you to destroy, have to destroy yeah. it right yeah. because yeah. we're all gonna use it just to rob like whole foods and right. then maybe spy on in the white house yeah other people are gonna do really bad stuff do with it they're gonna be sneaking into cameron diaz's bathroom oh my yes. god yeah bathroom what are they gonna Hang do in. cameron diaz <laughs> i mean honestly i might try to like just sneak into some celebrity houses Okay, you'd bling ring it. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun, though, just to see how they live? Like, just go, like, follow, like, uh, Oprah around for a day. Like, oh, I yes, yeah. but that's using your power for bad. I know, it but is bad. it's not bad, bad is it? It's bad. You, because Oprah deserves her privacy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, and I'm glad you just so, came to the realization. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I, was, I looked outside and I, like, just realized. You were like, I see, <laughs> I see. Oh, okay. No, I agree it's, it's bad, but... Uh, and it would be, I know, I just feel like that could be kind of fun for one afternoon. But it's, it's okay, so here's the final question here. Knowing that the ring is out there that would give you invisibility, that, okay, you come upon the ring and you can either destroy it or you can keep it for yourself. I don't want, honestly, at, this all sounds fun, hypothetically. This is too much for me to think about. It's a I lot. can't integrate this into my day to day because it's not like you can be in two places at once. I've got work I have to do. That's so how right. am I, I have to like invisibly hop a plane to D.C. You to, don't have to do anything, but it's but you in have your to, care. We, Amanda and I both we would have, have to be get, our responsibility if we had that ring. We'd have to go to Washington yeah. where it's like, I have a career. I'm married. That's so true. I have a kid. Like I need. You know, like I don't even get to exercise like three times a week. I can't then also. I, I guess I would maybe use it for like free exercise classes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Go in the back of like They're a like, Pilates. That spin bike just keeps going. <laughs> so you want this this power destroyed. It yeah. shouldn't be in the world. Shouldn't. No, for sure it shouldn't. And if you come upon it, Cass, are you going to destroy it? Or are you going to maybe put it in your pocket for later? I'm going to. Put it on and then realize that I don't want it and then I'm going to destroy it. But once or I guess it's on. like now. So it's like after this discussion. So I've realized the power of the invisibility right. ring. I'm tired even just thinking about doing it. It is a lot, isn't it? Get rid of it. Like even like in your head thinking like, oh, would I feel so guilty about it? Like the guilt that would come along with it. It's like if I was to be 18, true. I'd do it because it's just like, you know. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. In college, yeah. just like oh, yeah. If whatever. I was in college, I'd do it. Yeah, I totally. Yeah, do. I would too. Maria, would you destroy it? 
this is what's scary. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, the reason, one reason why I would want to keep it is for safety. Yeah. To have but in case there's a home it. invader. Yeah, you but could no lose one else it. Can see it. No, you can, no, you see, can it. see it. Yeah. You can see it. And if anyone else knew you had it. I would say that's the only reason why I, I might keep it would be for like instead of breaks into the house or I'm getting robbed, I could just put it on and run away. But then what about Matt? Oh. <laughs> well, you you yeah, maybe you like. You put him under your coat. Yeah, I put him under and my cloak. Cat. Or I, I put it on and then I fight off the intruder. Right. You know, I would save it too because it's just like if the world got to be like such a bad place, you know, then I'd just be like, oh gosh, they're like doing this thing that's going to destroy the entire ozone layer. But should one person have the ability to have that power? If it's me or Amanda, yes. Yes. And only one, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, that was a good dilemma, right? It was great, but you didn't really answer. Um, I don't think. Okay, morally, it should be destroyed. Morally, there should be no invisibility ring, and I should not be able to steal or do anything like that. That is not how the world works, and it is not fair to other people. If I had the invisibility ring, if it was given to me, yeah, I'm I'm probably stealing things. (laughs) Other... Because powerful people have the power of the invisibility ring, but are visible and oh, do way worse. Things. That yeah. is a very interesting point. And they're protected not by the cloak of invisibility, but by high-powered attorneys. That's by the right. cloak, by the cloak of the one percent. Yeah, the right. cloak of money. Mm-hmm. Yes, a cloak made of money. Yeah, should we all be cloak. so lucky? I'd. Well, you'd have to. Oh, anyway, we have to stop talking about it now. But you'd have to become a private detective and help people. Mm-hmm. that way maybe solve murders you could solve murders yeah, solve very murders easily yeah and then do a podcast about it but neither yeah. of you would rape or murder no i have no desire i have no desire to rape i've literally I want to like cuddle someone without them I'm knowing not, that they're cuddling me like, serious no. you guys going like no i don't want to rape like well, I, I think some people would some do you people really would. think well, of yes. course like, would. West World popular because there's people like i don't get to do it let's watch <laughs> Because I think in the case of Westworld, and maybe this is a whole other big ones, is the fact that that you're getting something out. It's not that they're real people, right? Right. They're yeah. they're, they're robot ladies, and so it's getting something out without. And this is where the gray area comes in in Westworld, without actually hurting someone, without actually having someone with a soul be at the other end of your vices. Right. But I guess it's just also like I've never like looked at a dog and been like. I want to kick it. Yeah, I want to finger it. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't have instincts really to hurt animals. I I could see maybe (laughs) getting in a fist fight with someone. I just wonder what it'd be like to punch someone in the face, but I don't want them to be hurt. It's just kind of like, what would that actually feel like? Or or maybe just to really scream at someone and like call them horrible names. It could be interesting. Mm. <laughs> you could do that like in a play yeah 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 i don't have any desire to kill none well that's a relief yeah yeah all right well but i could if i had to i would in self-defense um yeah you have to <laughs> well i think that i think that was a good discussion yeah, should i re-say the dilemma or do you think the dilemma was fine as it was i said totally it? clear you're fine all right you did a great job so now Cass, what we're gonna do is we're gonna answer a listener big one and this is when a listener um says how they they want our help okay great Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Okay. Do I need to read it? Okay. Yeah. Hey there. I have a personal big one that has been weighing on me for a bit and would love to hear your opinions. When I was 21, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and have had many symptoms that have gotten better and a few that have gotten worse. In 2015, I had a relapse that caused my vision to get bad enough that I have become legally blind, caused major heat intolerance and a myriad of other complications. In 2017, I discovered a stem cell treatment opportunity that I was approved for, but it costs around $16,000. Screwed up. Not having the funds, I started a GoFundMe account that successfully raised the money. I did the treatment, changed my lifestyle and diet, and have been feeling great. That's awesome. Incredible. In the fall of 2019, I received an official letter from a law office stating that the stem cell company had been shut down by the FDA for misrepresenting the success of their treatments and bad facility conditions. Basically, their treatments didn't do anything at all and was putting all patients at risk of infections and rejection of the treatment. So now I'm a part of a large class action lawsuit against said company. So two things. Because of this, I feel weird. I feel I feel a weird obligation to tell my donors what happened and potentially if I get a substantial settlement from the lawsuit repaying them. Should I go public with my experience and let people know what is going on? Should I wait until the lawsuit is finished and then tell people and pay them back what I can? Some people donated over a thousand dollars and some only as little as five bucks. On the other hand, some loved ones of mine have said not to do this, whereas it could cause people a negative outlook on progressive treatments, whereas right now they feel they have helped out. And money-wise, people donated because it benefited my health and wouldn't want their money back because some swindlers preyed on my hope for a better life. Thanks so much. Love the show. Wow. 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 Well, first of all, thank you for listening, writing in, and I'm sorry that you've had to deal with such, um, you know, a horrible illness, but I'm gl- so glad that yeah, you're feeling, you're feeling better. better. That is so great. Well, but is it definitively sure that like every single per? Because I feel like she's proof that he, it was. Um, um, oh, he. Yeah. But he's proof that something there worked. I mean, maybe it was placebo effect, or maybe it doesn't work on everyone or isn't proven. But right. you obviously got some benefit from right. it sure. even if it was just the lifestyle changes maybe had more of an effect but we just you just don't know i don't think i thought he was going to ask if he should be part of the lawsuit but i guess well, it's just he has to be because yeah. he's a patient but yeah. do you guys think that he has an obligation to pay people back no no because he went through with the treatment right yeah you know so for no sure. that's not, nothing he could no. have ever foreseen exactly if i had donated to that gofundme there's no way yeah form that i'd be like oh you got a lawsuit it didn't work gave me my money back because you like, still no paid me, right it's like say the treatment was real and it didn't work you wouldn't then refund the money no to way. the people. No, Do you know what i mean no so it's way. like it's it's the same thing it was you needed the money for the 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 research facility or whatever you did that yeah now whatever happens after that happens after that also people are donating to your gofundme because they love and support you and want to do what they can for you they don't care what happened to the money after right i think like if he wins like so much money back let's say like millions of dollars okay and it's just like i'm good now and maybe someone had donated like a thousand dollars and he knows that that friend now is like down on their luck or Mm -hmm. you know trying to if they 
wanted to, and this is not a moral obligation at all, but we're like, hey, I want all, but that's more just like, doesn't even, to me, the whether the medical treatment worked or not, it's more just like, now you've like become a millionaire. Yeah. Like multi-million. I know, what a now story. You, now you want to do that even, but yeah, no way. But you could also that. just no. think about it as like helping your friends out without even being sort of a repayment of anything. If, For sure. But I doubt you're going to get millions of dollars. Uh, who knows? Yeah, yeah I mean, Maybe. I got like $25 from um, uh, HandyBook. What happened with HandyBook? Uh, they said, I, I don't know, I worked for them for, you know, a couple months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there was some lawsuit and I got a, a sweet $25. Wow. I know. So you, you so they did you wrong and you got 25 And I got, worth and it. Worth I it. sent that right back to the GoFundMe yeah. that helped me get to HandyBook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think absolutely you have no moral obligation to inform or repay people who That's donated so to your GoFundMe. Also because I think that like with the, with having MS and like your friends and people that donated to you know that like you've spent a lot of money over the course of your history with this disease mm-hmm. and people want probably to just like help you out because like this country is unfair in that regard with like health care and insurance and it's so expensive to take care of yourself especially when you know you are not just like a healthy person and yeah. i think like like the fact that you're feeling better no matter how many how like the gofundme obviously helped you get on a track where you're mm-hmm. now doing better than yeah. you've mm-hmm. ever been that's so, the important thing so no matter what like that money did help you mm-hmm. and don't feel bad even though you may have been one of the few who benefited from this treatment maybe not but still don't feel bad about claiming the money from the lawsuit either yeah it doesn't no matter just you're a very moral person that you would even yeah. think to go I, there you're oh, just a pawn oh in these gosh. big corporations games and you got to live your life and not mm-hmm. you're not the responsible one you deserve all of the money it should all go to you for yeah. sure so thanks for writing that was in. easy yeah, yeah that yeah. was that's really that's black and white to me yeah is don't yeah, no stress about here. it no don't beige. stress about any yeah of that. yeah you're fu- you're good you're good so Cass, did you have a good time i had a great time we did too you're so fun thank you for doing this so so you're not on social media anymore no, I am, but I'm well, not Well, where really can people like... see your sexy pics? Oh, at Cass Bougay. C-A-S-S-B-U-G-G-E. Although, like, I should, like, have, like, a different... People are doing, like, different fun names now. Like, like what? At the real... At the fake Cass Bougay. At, oh. you know, at I hate social media. Oh. At don't follow me. Like, and... Oh, you know, oh like, no. People, Very interesting. Like it ages me that I'm, like, my name. No, that's good. Okay, Okay. Mm -hmm, well, yeah, so people can follow you and then people can watch For All Mankind on Mm -hmm. Apple. Watch For All Mankind on Apple. I just worked on a movie called Yesterday that's coming out on Netflix. Ooh. When it's coming out, just wrapped. And another movie that was at Sundance that I think should get a limited release called The Nowhere In. You're Mm. killing it. Do you feel good? Yeah. That's all. <laughs> and you know what? That's enough. That's that's everything sure. we can all hope for. Yeah. <laughs> a, a little pause and then a yeah. 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 <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. You guys can email us at the big ones pod. I always forget this. The big ones podcast. The at big G- ones 
podcast, podcast. at gmail.com. And then you can tweet us at the big ones pod on Twitter. And also join our Patreon. You get two bonus episodes a month. If you join now, there's like 50 episodes up there. So wow. like if you run out of big ones episodes, you just join the Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Although if you do five dollars that's like you know we notice we notice yeah is even if you do two dollars we notice we notice um so two extra episodes a month and if you write us on the big ones podcast gmail.com with patreon in the headline we'll get to those quicker on the patreon episodes if you like a dilemma thank you good job (laughs) great job all right guys well thanks cap thanks you guys And thanks for listening to The The Big Ones. Eerios. Powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.